Today, September 27, 2019, we'll interview Stephanie Nadi, Diversity Fellow from academic year 2016 to 2017. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much, Amanda. So happy to be here. Yay. Okay. So I'm just going to ask you a few questions about your diversity fellowship. So answer what you feel moves you. Okay. All right. So first question, could you tell me about your past, your family, where you grew up, educations, or any obstacles you may have faced? Okay. Ooh, that's, a, that's a lot. Um, so I actually grew up not too far away from here um, in South Jersey um, in a small town called uh, Carney's Point. Um, it's in uh, Salem County, so it's very close to Delaware. Uh, my parents, it's funny, I don't know how they found, I'm still not sure how they found um, Carney's Point, New Jersey, but my dad immigrated from Nigeria and my mom immigrated from the Philippines. So I'm half Filipino, Ooh. half Nigerian. Okay. Um, my siblings and I like to call ourselves Philigerians. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, you know, we grew up in this small town and I, I like to tell people my childhood was kind of like this. It was like going to school in the U.S., right? But when I came home, I was in a developing country. So it was very, um, very interesting. Uh, my parents, they uh, always instilled the value of education in us. Um, unfortunately, we were in a school system that was, I think at the time I was there, bottom 3% or bottom 5% of all the schools in New Jersey. And it's actually still there. We just looked it up recently. Oh, wow. Um, so I, and in school, I always did well. Um, I was always in, you know, gifted and talented programs. I was always getting good grades um, in athletics and extracurriculars. So I, you know, I felt like felt like a rock star. I really did. Um, high school was great. Okay. And I, I guess I was a big fish in a little pond is really what it comes down to. Uh -huh. So I, I love science. I knew that I wanted to study science in um, college. Mm -hmm. I had a great AP biology teacher. Um I decided that I wanted to pursue molecular biology and biochemistry. That there were three wow. schools in um, New Jersey. I think Princeton was one, mm -hmm. um, which I did not get into. <laughs> you know, that's with you. Um, Montclair State that actually gave me a full ride because I was an Edward J. Blounstein scholar. Oh wow! But I felt it was too small for me. Um, okay. So Rutgers really was um, where I wanted to be. So I was on the main campus um, at Rutgers University. Okay. Um, studying molecular biology and biochemistry. So. Great resources, class one, um, you know, research institution, um, very diverse, which is what I craved after being in a small town where um, I can imagine, yeah, 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 was, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you needed know, a, a, um, a diverse, like not only um, like thought wise, but sometimes in appearance too. When you're yes. in a small town like that, yeah. yes, we were pretty much the only. African and Asian family <laughs> in that town. A twofer. Yes. Um, so when I got to Rutgers, uh, I got the shock of my life because I was woefully unprepared for okay. undergrad. Um, and I, I really struggled my first year. There okay. were also some family issues that were going through. My parents separated at that time. Mm -hmm. um, being the first um, child of three, so the eldest, um, I had a lot of obligations to family that okay. I found to be um, overwhelming mm -hmm. when I was an undergrad. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, those expectations were there to still do well educationally, but you still have your obligations to your family and balancing yes. that out. Were you so, a first gen? Yeah. So uh, my parents did, they became, they were naturalized citizens. Okay. But, um, yeah, I'm the first, we're the first generation to be 
born here. Oh, I mean first generation for college. Oh, no, that's a good – I'm glad you yes. brought that up. So um, my parents actually met at Rutgers Camden. Oh. In the international. Yeah, my mom graduated from Temple. Okay. Um, and my dad graduated from Rutgers. Um, I think he was in a – master's education program mm-hmm. they came here because martial law was declared in the philippines in the 70s and yes then mm-hmm. my dad came here because he was in the biafran war he fought in the biafran war oh wow and okay. then came to finish i think he finished high school he was in his 20s when oh he wow finished high school okay but then they met um at Rutgers in some i think international student club i think that's hmm. what they told me uh but um that's pretty cool that's, that's how they met so yeah. yes they did finish college uh, but the circumstances were were different. Completely different, yeah. Were completely different. So yeah, my freshman year and sophomore year were very challenging. I was also working, uh-huh. um, so there mm-hmm. were just a lot of things to balance. Where my peers that were in molecular biology and biochemistry, um, I think a lot of it was a review for them. Our first two years, um, I don't think a lot of my peers were working. Maybe they weren't. I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't have as much time to study, and I was also unprepared. So I was playing catch-up. Okay. So um, I think all of those factors, you know, led to a very challenging first and second, second year. Second year, yeah, which yeah. are like your foundational years, yeah. right? So it is what it is. But it you is. obviously made it through. So that's the thing. So I had great mentors, mm-hmm. really, um, great friends. And I did have some support from my family. I did. I don't want to say that they were, like, constantly, you know, causing drama in my life, but they, they um, you know, I did have some support. So, um, you know, just by building that network, um, I was able to get through on time. I actually graduated on time uh, with a molecular bio and biochem degree, mm-hmm. and then I took a year off. After that. <laughs> so I took a year off. I was doing research. I was already in a research lab. Um, the principal investigator of that lab was a great mentor to me, and she helped me um, apply to grad school. Mm-hmm. She also um, got me involved with a postback program. So, oh, wow. Um, I did some, I think I did a writing course to improve my writing. Okay. And then um, a course to prepare me for my GRE. So oh, wow. I was able to have, like, you know, a pretty decent GRE score. Um, I was able to make some connections um, and to really figure out, you know, where I'm applying to. I had time to, like, write my essays, um, explore some schools, and that year off really gave me that um, kind of that flexibility and that buffer that I needed before a Ph.D. program. Yeah. I want to expand on your, like, your mentorship or your mentee-mentor relationships. Like, how did that shape your your, not only your career, but your life, really. That's what it sounds like, anyway. I th- I say this to my students, right? Seek out a mentor. Um, for a long time, I wasn't telling anybody what I was going through. I was expecting myself to perform at the same level or above mm-hmm. my peers with a lot of other personal um, aspects that were affecting my academic performance. Mm-hmm. It's not until I started telling people that I felt understood and that were non-judgmental. Um, mm-hmm that they were like, you are not the only one going through this. Yes. Here are some other people I think you should reach out to support you through this process. And um, let me see what I can do. Yes. Let's see what I can do. Let's see how we can word things. Let's see how we can explain this because you're obviously capable. You're obviously smart. You've just had a lot going on. Yeah. So you needed more uh, um, empathy. Empathy. That's a great word. Mm -hmm. That's going to be, I think, a a theme in our conversation today is empathy. Lots of Mm -hmm. empathy. So what drew you to the fellowship program? Okay, so um, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I um, I actually didn't know about the fellowship program. I had a colleague that sent me the um, the posting okay. and said, you know what, Steph, I think you would be great for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw it and I said, you know what, I'm an early career at the time when I applied for the fellowship. So, I, you know, I finished my 
PhD at Jefferson um, in genetics. I did a postdoctoral fellowship where okay. I, at that point, I realized, like, I want to teach. Um, I loved bench science, but I loved having my summer students. I loved having my um, new doctoral students. I yeah. loved having a master's student. I was on her thesis committee, and I said, this is what I want to do. Okay. Um, at the time, also, I was part of Philadelphia Futures. I was a mentor for that program Okay. Um, where I really felt like, um, you know, I didn't have that mission-based portion in grad school, so... I got it through, you know, volunteering for that program, which was so rewarding. So I was looking for, you know, I wanted a place that was committed to diversity. Mm -hmm. I was looking for a position that would foster, like, a transition from being an adjunct to full-time. Okay. Um, I wanted more mentoring at one of the institutions that I was teaching at. Um, you know, mentoring wasn't something that I was seeking out, and it was, I wouldn't say frowned upon, but not encouraged. Okay. I had informal mentors, but there was no formal mentoring program. I okay. thought here... Mm -hmm. um, there was a formal mentoring program, but um, I just thought it was great to have, you know, something, a program in place that is promoting diversity and trying to attract qualified um, faculty and staff to yes. the institution. So I thought that was, I thought it spoke volumes. It does. As a person of color, what do you identify as goals of the program and connection to the success of um, yourself or yourself in the field? So I think, um, as I just mentioned, one of the major goals is to, you know, attract um, and recruit qualified faculty. Our students need to see people that look like them mm -hmm. in positions of, um, you know, in decision-making positions, in positions that we can serve as role models for our students. So yes. I think one goal is just, you know, to have the faculty members there that are going to have an impact mm -hmm. um, and that our students see role models in those um, places. I also think that um, another goal is, uh to have this mentoring relationship. So I know that we do have, um, you know, a formal mentoring program here. Yes, we do. But having mentorship through um, other faculty that are within the diversity fellowship mm -hmm. is huge. And be yes. able to have those conversations to address some of those specific issues that pertain to us mm -hmm. and maybe not other faculty members is very important to have that network that's in place, I think is a huge goal. Mm -hmm. That's very important. Mm -hmm. So, um, So yes, of course, you know, Having a full-time faculty position and training faculty that are going to be here, great. But really, it's the, um, I think it's the, the presence. Having that presence on campus is a huge goal. And having us be a voice for our students mm -hmm. as well. It's a good thing. Can you talk a little more about um, the connection between you and the other fellows? Like, how has that worked out? Do you feel like it could be the relationship is there, could be beefed up? Okay, so... Um, I think also I've had a very positive relationship with um, other fellows, and I think in just that sense that when you are brought in as a diversity fellow, you automatically have that connection. Mm -hmm. um, I think also part of that camaraderie comes from the fact that at one point, and I think that's changed now, we had to interview for our full-time position again. So even mm -hmm. going through that, that first year, um, there are no guarantees. So it's a great experience, but it's also a stressful experience. Mm -hmm. It is. So having that, you know, knowing that there's somebody else that understands that, um, you know, it, it, it really was, um, it, it's invaluable. Um, I wish that we would have more opportunities to kind of get together because the diversity fellows are in so many different departments. Um, I know that we've had some lunches, but yes. I would love to see more um, events that are tailored for us mm -hmm. and that we would have, um, you know, a, more of a, I guess, um, the word I want to use, face for the community. Um, 
I know, um, Amanda, you organized a panel this mm-hmm. summer, which I thought was fabulous. And we didn't yeah. have that in the past. So mm-hmm. that really, um, I think, brought a sense of um, us to the community mm-hmm. here at Monco. A sense of belonging. Yes, a sense of say. belonging. Another, another theme. <laughs> another very popular yes. theme mm-hmm. this year. Um, so what work or project are you most proud of from your time as a fellow? So um, it's funny. Before I arrived here today, um, and you know, I've been um, approached by a lot of students about this. Our students love to hear stories. They love to hear our stories. They love to hear other people's stories. I teach Bio One Twenty One. It's uh, you know the first STEM class that a lot of our students take that are going into nursing or going into um, different types of healthcare fields. It's also um, a requirement for a lot of majors. So, um, you know, I get, you know, a pretty diverse group of students when we're talking about um, majors. I have been bringing in speakers to um, just tell their stories, speakers that are, you know, from different backgrounds. This one speaker, she went to Monco and is now a nurse practitioner, what that was like. Excellent. Um, yes. I brought in, um, you know, another speaker who, uh, you know, struggled just like me, but eventually, you know, came here, immigrated from Colombia, now as a surgeon. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, one of yeah. my friends. Um, recently, my guest speaker who was here this week was my sister who came from the same bottom 5% of schools in New Jersey, went to Cornell for undergrad for chemical and biomolecular engineering, and then went to Harvard for her at MBA. Wow. So, you know, hearing that story was um I got so much good feedback from my students about bringing in speakers. So if I were to say that's the work I'm doing, um, our students are inspired by triumph. They're inspired by it, but they're also inspired by failure. Mm -hmm. Because if they know that you overcame it, if you could do it, they They can can do it. it too, which is what you need. And that's the importance of having the diversity fellows in the first place. Right. So what project are you working on now? So what I would love to see, and I've mentioned this um, quite a bit, I would love to see a seminar series that's devoted to um, STEM um, STEM speakers. So coming mm-hmm. in, um, I would love to see something like jur- diverse journeys in STEM. Yeah. And I've been trying to, you know, just reach out to my network to see who would be available to do that. I've thought of maybe a panel discussion, but I think what might be more valuable is just having an ongoing conversation um, yes Yes. maybe once a month or once every other week somebody comes and just tells their story because our students are craving exposure Mm -hmm. our students are craving motivation Mm -hmm. our students are craving hope and our students are craving empathy they want to know that somebody understands where they're coming from it's the human experience right? right so last question how do you see the program continuing in the future um so you know, I, I would I would like to see one big change, I think. Um, I would love for that fellowship year, and I know that the program has evolved. I've gotten some of the history of the program. I know it has, it's come a long way, but I would love to see that fellowship year count for promotion. Um, you know, how that counts, you know, I think that can be discussed, but I would love to see that count for promotion. When we're not counting our fellowship year, we are discounting incredible work that the fellows have contributed to the college. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important to include that fellowship year, um, really to show how important this fellowship is and how it really, um, it it shapes our community. Yeah, that's great. So thank you for chatting with me today. Oh, you're very welcome. That's all I have. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited, thank you.